The following episode is uncensored and contains language and scenarios that some listeners may find disturbing or offensive. We don't intend to make a habit of this, but there are some topics that are darker than others and warrant an unfiltered discussion. We hope you understand, and with that being said, on with the episode. I'm Ren Young. And I'm Katrina Vargas. And And this this is That Other F Word. Why are you crying? Okay, I'm sorry. N- now Rin's crying because I yelled at her. <laughs> <laughs> all right, people. We are here today to talk all things crying. And the remarkably, day, this episode was, oh, Jesus, Mitchell. It was Mitchell. So, it was Mitchell's Mitchell idea. Texted us in our group text um, and said, What do you guys think about crying? Well, he said, what do you think about doing an episode on crying? And Katrina was like, we mean like when people are malip- manipulative assholes and like, <laughs> and I was like, um, I would be down to do an episode about crying, but I am not down to do an episode where we shit on people for expressing emotion. Uh, <laughs> and, Mitch, and then Mitch was like, well, and I'm talking about like guys crying and not wanting to cry and all of those things. So let's talk about all of it. Yeah. In a, in a rare instance, Mitch was actually thinking... Mitch and I were like on the same. <laughs> well, it was a very rare. It's well, okay. So here's the thing: coming from Mitch, we never know why that happened, right? So some girl he was on a date with could have started crying, and him be like, "Why are you crying?" Or he could have cried because he was watching Lion King, and queer eye. It's it's not okay. And then, or you know, like so many things. If it's we never know. It depends on how many claws he is in. <laughs> this is true. So, so let me provide some context. Oh, I don't good. know that I did. You did I not? I don't know that I did. So I was talking to a friend of mine that I used to work with. <clears throat> and she was talking about when she left the company. And she had experienced um, the death of both parents within like a year or just a couple years. It was very, it, it was a short time, relatively speaking. and you know, people go on bereavement and then they come back. What, what struck me about it and what led me to this was her concept of crime. She, she didn't want to go to work because she knew that at any given moment, somebody was going to say something that was going to hit her the wrong way. And then she was going to have to leave, like go sit in the car and, and cry for a while. Because to her, it showed weakness, and she didn't want she didn't want the attention brought to her because of that. Like she's supposed to be in this position, she's supposed to handle this stuff, and so if she's crying, then it, it she felt she felt like it would provide a, a weakness or an opportunity for somebody to manipulate her or something like that. Whereas me, I was like, it's kind of embarrassing to be just blubbering like that because then you've got everybody coming to your rescue going, what's the matter? What can I get you? What can I do for you? Do you need some water? Is everything okay? Do you want to talk about it? You want to go hang out? You want to go walk? Just go take a walk. You want to go take a walk? No, I just want to sit here and And deal with what's going on. I'll be fine. But it, it, it struck me that way that she was more worried about looking weak than being sad and i was more i i was more concerned i would be more concerned with an abundance of attention and uh embarrassment well it could be deemed unprofessional if you're in the workplace if you know what i mean like if somebody gets the they don't know what's going on and somebody sees you crying you know it Somebody might, a boss might be like that per- who's a boss also or whatever. Shouldn't, shouldn't be crying. That's not very professional. You know, I mean, I could see that. No, and I'll say, you know. So crying at work is really tough. So I, I mean, I texted you guys around Thanksgiving this year. It was my first Thanksgiving without my dad and it was terrible. <laughs> and I went to our, this is when I was still working at a place uh, instead of working for the dragon. Um, <laughs> 
who he does a lot of crying himself, so it's all good here. But um, it's you know, wow, you finally found someone who cries more than you. Sorry, I did. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> so well, now I'm on antidepressants for postpartum, so I don't cry nearly as much. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Um, but you know, I we I went to like our little workplace Thanksgiving festivity, um, and they you have to have a speaker to pay for food, basically. So um, the speaker happened to be someone who was working as she was a psychology student. And she was talking to us about mental health management around the holidays. And me being me, I was like, on board. Like, I think that is such a cool topic. Let's talk it up. You're but also I, very, you're also pretty pregnant then too. Yes, very pregnant. Um, but let's be honest, my dad had just died. I would have, this would have happened. Correct. Anyway. But there was a lot. I mean, there was an extreme amount of stuff going on right then. Yes. So anyway, so... We, we get our food. It was from Calhoun's. It was delicious. We're all sitting down. She starts talking and she starts talking about grief and for what felt like an eternity spent a time talking about dealing with grief around the holidays because for a lot of people, that's when you first kind of have to confront, you know, the person not being there for kind of a, an important event. And I, while she was talking, started openly weeping in front of the majority of people that I worked with. We're talking like probably 80 people. <laughs> um, and even for me, who's pretty comfortable with emotion and crying, like it was all I could do to not get up and leave. Um, I mean, I was like crawling out of my skin. I mean, the only reason I didn't is because I was basically trapped. <laughs> <laughs> there was no way to get out. You'd only caused a bigger scene by trying to get out. Absolutely. But there was no way that, like, I mean, literally everyone in the room, it was also like one of those, it was a classroom. <laughs> so it was like an auditorium seating, like in the round. So oh, not God. only was I crying, but everyone had an excellent view. Um, <laughs> it was great. At least you weren't on a dais. <laughs> True. You could have been on stage doing this. Right. Um, but what was interesting, because like I said, I was crawling out of my skin, um, was the person came up, uh, like Mitch said, a lot of people came up to me afterwards because most people knew what was going on to give me a hug and, you know, talk to me or whatever. Um, and I kind of tried to stay off to one side of the room. So most people would get the idea to just, um, but I did appreciate some the ones that came up to talk to me, but, um, she came up to talk to me afterwards and said, you know, I'm really glad that you didn't leave. I didn't say it was only because I was unable to, but um, she said that she looked around the room and saw other people dealing with and processing their own shit because of that. And it, and it kind of making it an okay space to do that. Um, so yeah, that was terrible and probably one of the worst moments of my life. Um, Right, but why? Why was it terrible? No, no, no. I, why are we so conditioned to be embarrassed by that? By our emotions? Yeah, by specifically crying. Them? Like, we're not embarrassed by anger. We're not embarrassed by joy. We're not embarrassed by... What are some other emotions? Those are the only two I'm familiar with. I'm, really. dead, in, I'm dead inside, so I wouldn't know. Um... Because but, I think it's so vulnerable and we are so uncomfortable with vulnerability. Like right. you're, there's no facade. You can, you can be, you know, you, you can be wielding your anger. You can be overinflating your joy. And maybe Katrina can talk to you about this in a different way. Most of the time people are crying, at least in my experience, it's legitimate and it's a lack of control. Basically like you have dropped your guard. Right. And in, in this situation, yes. It's because also, yeah, the fear of knowing you have lost control, um, what happens then? You know, it's a de well, in defense, right? Okay. So l let me posture this, and I'm sorry for taking over. Um, well, can I, can I do my list before we get into deep stuff? No. No. We're I on, have a we're list. On a train. We're on a train here. We'll get to your list in a minute. I just wanted to posture. How does this compare with happy crying? 
because people still apologize for that. Baby showers, baby showers at work. Somebody always ends up crying and everybody's just, I mean, it's still, it still happens, but it's still the same. Like, Oh God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that I'm doing this. I'm sorry that like people in those are the uh, ones I think are contrived. I don't think so. Well, I, I don't mean, think so surely some of them are. But when, I have when you're apologizing, when people apologize, when it's if you have an, a genuine emotion, then you sh- then 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 one, you you either apologize too much, which you know I don't like, or then you really weren't being genuine. If you but felt like if you're like oh, oh I'm sorry, it's so Scarlett O'Hare. I'm so sorry. I'm so emotional that you did this for me. Like I can't. Why would you apologize for that? That, that's kind of the question is why, why do we feel obligated to apologize to others for our loss or for our emotions? Like, why do we feel, is it because we're like, I'm sorry, I'm, I know I'm making you uncomfortable and you're having to figure out what to, what to, to do right now uh, to help me, but you don't really have to help me. Like, I'm just doing this. Like I, this isn't something anybody can help, but yet we're just like, I'm so sorry. I'm so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for, for, I, I don't know. I think it's conditioning. Like you said, I, and I, it makes no sense to me other than the vulnerability bit. Yeah. I, I think that's what Speaking it is. Speaking of vulnerable, sorry, do you I'm have a list? Emotion. What? Speaking of vulnerable, do you have a list that, that, that we could go over? I don't know how those things are tied in together. Your butt. So, you know, I have a list. Everyone listening knows I have a list. So there are actually three kinds of tears. There's basal tears, which are to lubricate your eyeball. That's kind of like when there's like a tear running down your face and you don't even know why kind of deal. Um, There's reflex tears, like when you're cutting an onion and your eye has to clean itself out. And then there's emotional tears. Um, Probably not surprising. Women cry more often than men do. An average of 30 to 64 times a year, or if you're in... I'm sorry, you you forgot crocodile tears. That's those are the ones that I'm adamantly against. <laughs> I don't know what those would be. Um, Fake. People in relationships cry more than single people, which I think is kind of surprising but fascinating. Um, crying actually does make you feel better. Uh, they, there have been studies that have said it both ways, but they ended up measuring it in a new way, and it and it it's cathartic. So basically, they did a videotape study of 60 people as they watched sad movies. Of those 60, 28 cried during the screening and 32 did not. Researchers found that right after the movie, the people who had cried felt more sad. 90 minutes later, however, those who had let their feelings out significantly felt better than their dry-eyed counterparts. More importantly, they also felt better than they did before watching the movie, which is interesting. I agree with that. It's a release. Yeah, it's catharsis. I'm- yeah, I'm fine. I'm totally fine with that. Countries where people report the highest levels of happiness and feel the least amount of shame around crying actually cry the most. Those are the Scandinavians. Uh, so now here's where we get into kind of Katrina's deal. Crying is actually an effective negotiation tactic under some very specific circumstances. Uh, it matters if the crier is in a position of inferiority or powerlessness. If you're if you're the underdog, then crying is more effective. Um, when the witness to tears expects to see the crier in the future. So if you know you have to deal with this fool again, it's more effective. Uh, when the witness sees the relationship with the crier as collaborative. So when this person's kind of on your team. And lastly, in situations where it was reasonable for the crier to be sad, not angry. Uh, other mammals cry out when distressed, but they don't actually shed tears, which I think is interesting. Um, it's normal to cry after sex. It's called PCD, coital dysphoria. Um, a study found that 46% of women had cried after sex. It affects both genders, however, uh, and it's probably hormone related. But there's a ton that we don't actually know about crying. Um, for centuries, they thought tears originated in the heart. Like they like came up. Um, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> A prevailing theory in the 1600s held that emotions, especially love, heated the heart, which generated water vapor uh, so that it could cool itself down, and then the vapor would come out of the head uh, and escape his tears. 
1662, a Danish scientist named Niels Stenson discovered that the lacrimal gland was the proper origin point of tears. That's when scientists began to unpack what possible evolutionary benefit could be conferred by fluid that springs from the eye. Uh, they thought then that it was just to keep eyes moist. In the 1960s, uh, views that humans evolved from aquatic apes and tears helped us live in salt water. Cool. Uh, <laughs> in 85, there was a biochemist named William Frey that he theorized that crying removes toxic substances from the blood uh, that build up during times of stress. So lots of creativity here, folks. Um, the current theories are that it's a human connection response. So we cry to like kind of form bonds, um, that it's manipulation, that it reduces aggression. So like if I was to cry on this podcast to get you to the chill the hell out, um, like that. Yeah, it's not effective. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Just before we, we go any further, it's important to note for the people that are watching and you're, you're, you're seeing Katrina and, and her standoffishness and I don't like fake tears and you're just shaking your head and, and you got this look of contempt on your face. You've cried more than anyone else on this podcast on this podcast. That's how you know it's real. <laughs> <laughs> um the last current theory is that preliminary preliminary research is finding uh, according to psychologist cord benicky uh who's at the university of castle in germany that non-crying people have a tendency to withdraw and describe their relationships as less connected they also experience more negative aggressive feelings like rage anger and disgust than people who cried so I think, and, and as far as like people who do cry, like we don't know a lot about that. We know way less about people who don't cry. Um, so I think that's really interesting. It's just another, like, it's like gynecology. Like we're just like, eh, it, it's a thing that happens. And My so, vagina eyes. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying there's these basic areas that we think we know a lot about, like sleep and uteruses and stuff, and that we just kind of like, that's eh, a thing. Well, so gynecology, we should know more about. Crying, whatever. I, Sometimes like, when I get really sad or excited, my eyes get moist. <laughs> I don't, I just, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, we'll, we'll share all, all of the uh, sources where we, I got all of that information. Specifically, the one that compares crying with vaginas. That's yes. not a thing. <laughs> That's what you just said. It's kind of no, like not. gynecology. It's like gynecology. It's an area where, like, we think we have a lot more information than we do. Whatever you penis have, or we know a lot more about that. So, probably, I also I don't have. Know. I do have him sitting in a gynecological chair, though. So that's what I. Yes, I would really appreciate using that photo for something. Yeah. So anyway, so the first question I had is, is crying socially acceptable? And no, it's I not. think it depends. I think like everything else, it kind of depends on the context. Yeah. Okay, yeah, for, for sure. For sure. And on the, like, I think this is like beauty. It's really in the eye of the beholder, right? Like for some people. And the situation, uh, it's always, it's different. Um, I, I'm talking about like broad generalizations, of course. I mean, and I can read a situation, you know what I mean? Like, right. I'd be like, if you were crying and it needed to, you know, I need to cry with you, I will. If I think you're putting it on, I'm going to have pretty much no reaction. Like I usually, you know what I mean? I'll be like. Well, right. I don't think you'd ever think I was crying to be a manipulative. No, I mean, and, I and I mean, if you were, I'd be like, what the fuck are you crying about now? Like, what's happening? What, am I supposed to be paying better attention? What's going on? Like, why are you, if you weren't, when I, you know, when I, if I didn't understand, I would be like, explain. Like, well, and I am, when not on antidepressants, quite the crier. I cry quite a bit. And in fact, early in my relationship with Shane, he started keeping a log in his phone of all the times that I cried that he thought were silly, which I wish to God he still had. Um, but we were trying to remember, and I, two of them were when we saw a movie and there was a trailer for Deepwater Horizon before it. And <laughs> I, 
See, that's the kind People though. They were scared for their husband's safety. No, I don't know why though. So why is that? I don't under, like if you're watching something and no one's looking and you're crying, then obviously it meant something to you. You don't have to explain that. Right. Well, and I cry you know, like, like certain moments in Parks and Rec in the office that I cry every time, every time. Um, but also Shane is a, like a robot person. And so he doesn't cry very often. And even the times that he has cried that I've seen him cried, he denies. So <laughs> he's like, oh, I got something in my eye. Um, I don't think that crying is anything to be ashamed of. I think if you're being a manipulative jerk, that's something to be ashamed of. Um, but you can do that with kind of any like emotion or behavior, right? Sure. I, I just see, I've seen too many people like cry to get their way. Yeah. Um, and it's like, well, it's, it's like calling someone a bitch. Same idea. If I start crying, this is done. Talk to me. So talk to me about that. Like what's a time you've seen that happen? Oh, like in an, in, in an argument. And it's like, you, you know what I mean? Like you can no longer, you can't now, you can no longer verbalize in big boy or girl words, what you're trying to say. You've, you've exhausted all reason. And now you're just going to cry. You're going to cry to make it stop. And it's not out of a, it's one thing if you're crying and I'm a big crier when I'm like enraged. Um, because I'm so frustrated out of of sheer frustration is the, is the time I cry the most actually. Um, cause I am emotionally, emotionally devoid most of the time. Um, it, it is out of a, just a deep, just I'm so frustrated. I, I don't have words anymore. And so it's like the whole, well, you're not going to get what you want. You're not, you know, and I've, you know, and I've, I've watched it in arguments and, and, you know, and people have done it to me and it's like, well, I'm going to start crying. So you'll back down. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to back down. I don't care. You can cry all damn day. If you're wrong, you're wrong. I'm not going to relent. But do you think that's a, like, do you think that's a conscious choice they're making? Or do you think that it's something like evolutionary? Like, do you think it's like something in their brain tells them to cry so that you'll back off? You know what oh, I mean? It's probably, like a, it's probably both, but it's like, I can, you, you know, it's like, I think I it depends on the it. person and the, the circumstance. Yes. And I can see it. I can see there's no emotion behind your tears. It's like when people fight and there's no real emotion behind their fighting and what they're worth. So when I was hosting a morning show on, uh, on the local radio station, we had to- Back we, when you were started, a celebrity? The, the show started at 6 a.m. <laughs> and it was me and a producer and another dude. I got into the station at 5 a.m. every day, did prep, got coffee going, ate breakfast, got ready for the show. My co-host was late a few times, like late to the point where I had to call him and say, are you, I've done the first three or four breaks alone. Are you coming in today? What, what are you doing? Right. And it was always, some excuse and then he would have his girlfriend text me hey so-and-so his phone is broke or something he's on the way he just wanted me to text you and say sorry and every time he would walk in the door and he's just like oh man i'm so sorry i'm so sorry like not even real like not even tears but he's like got that mentality of like he's trying his best to cry to, to show how sorry he is and how it'll never happen again. And I'm looking at him like, you're a grown ass man. You don't, you don't think I can tell you're full of shit right now. Like, I know that you're just trying to manipulate me and you shouldn't have been late. You have a responsibility and a job to do. And then like this happened two or three times, two minutes later, after I've said, let's just do the fucking show, sit down, focus, do the show. Man, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, dude. I'm so sorry. Man, I'm sorry. Well, it's I'm just, sorry. yeah. And they're not that good so- actors. It's like, dude, stop. We're yeah. just going to do the show. Suck it up. All right. All right. Cool. Okay. Yeah, See, you're you no even, that, yeah. there was no, no bounce between that. Like you didn't have to come down from that. You were just waiting on me to go. It's cool. It's Let's just move on. And you're like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. But- this dude actually tried to to use the excuse he was getting a blow job on why he was an hour late and thought I would understand that. 
and then cried when I was like, just go, go home. I don't want you on the show now. Like, go home for the day. I'll do it myself. Man, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, dude. I didn't, I didn't know, man. <laughs> Okay. It's your job, but it's your but job, there, and you're there not a good actor. A, no, right? There's a there is this concept with some lower intelligence people where that's their go-to. Where it's like, well, it, it's worked for them. That's how they've gotten to be an an emotionally challenged adult. Is because well, yeah. it's gotten them. Their parents are probably paying for their uh, Jeep Liberty and their insurance and Mitchell. I don't think it's just a low intelligence person. Um, I do think that's an element possibly, but it's a, it's an emotionally intelligent person, like person who does not have emotional intelligence. Um, and I thought you were going to interrupt to defend Jeeps. Not a Liberty. (laughs) Or me being very specific about who I was talking about. Uh, I mean, you're, (laughs) You're spot on there. Other than, I mean, I think it can be smart people who do this. I think if there's a level of manipulation that, you know, you know, I've seen little, you know, pretty people do it. Like, you know, it's like, I'm going to be, I'm just so pretty that there's nothing I can do wrong. And like, if I like, then I get what I want, you know, it's it's almost sociopathic in a way or psychopathic in a way where it's like, I have to figure out how, I can manipulate this person to get what I need, regardless of how, what I did affected them. And again, I think that some of that comes from, it's a learned behavior. You have to figure that out. Like, I mean, you watch Dex, you've seen Dexter where he's like, I have to figure out how to interact with other people. Well, it's because I don't know how get it. It's good work if you can get it. If I could cry to get everything I wanted, then, and I get what I want when I do it, why would I not? I mean, now, this is very different than, Ren, what you were talking about. You talking about crying for, you know, in a big thing where someone's talking about grief, which is something that is very specific to you at that moment, especially in in this, you were, I mean, you were very pregnant. It It was the first holidays. Your dad had just died. I have, that is, that is an absolutely pure and it's not up to me to judge your tears, but I mean, come on, that's, that's not, that's not put on. You didn't want to have to even have that moment. You'd have been just as fine not being sad because, and not having any of that be a a thing. You know what I mean? Like, these are very different. as, As comfortable as I am with crying and as much of a crier as I am, when there has been something that has happened at work that was like work related that upset me, I'm like hiding in a closet or the bathroom or something. You know what I mean? Like that was a lot like a loss of control scenario. Yeah. Uh, Rin, do you I, think that maybe when you're at work, you hide because you don't want to appear manipulative? Especially if it's a work thing where you're like, this upset me, but it's part of the job. I have to deal with this. I have to figure out how to go about this. And I don't want, you you may not even think about it this way, but it's like, I think it's instinctual. Yeah. So the other element that I was going to say is, is people that, that cry at work as far as getting out of things. And I think that there are people that do it react uh, uh, reflexively. So I have a tendency if I actually, I am not uh, nearly suspicious enough of people, I guess. I, well, <laughs> I, and I don't think that it, it's different than what Katrina was saying. It's manipulative in a way, but I don't think that it's intentional. And I think that the tears are genuine. But people, some people just cannot handle being yelled at or uh, not even yelled at just be disappointing someone or messing up or 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 messing up or or being called out for a mistake or or something like that they they don't handle it well and i and some people take other people's words stronger than they actually are like oh i just got i just got balled out in the office well I, i heard the conversation they didn't necessarily ball you out but i understand that you are upset and embarrassed that you made this mistake and that's bringing out these emotions. 
but I don't think those are necessarily manipulative, if you know what I mean. Sure. I, I agree with that one too. I mean, and it's funny you said that, you know, a lot of people I get, the way I get spoken to and the way I speak to my boss is very different than how other people do in my office, as you could imagine. Um, and if I have an emotion, it's, it's out for everyone to see. So if I, if I cry, it's not, I don't hide it. Um, I don't hide my rage. I don't hide my, my, my happiness and I don't hide my tears when I have them. Um, mostly I'm devoid, so it doesn't matter, but if it happens, you know, but then mostly people are freaked out if I show an emotion. Um, <laughs> but I get, I get spoken to in a manner that's pretty, um, direct and pretty tough. Um, and I speak back in the same one and I've had a lot of my coworkers and even bosses say, if I was spoken to that way, I would not be able to function. And I'm like, Oh, I didn't even, it didn't even, it didn't even register for me. Um, cause it's not, I don't, I just don't I also grew up with a really tough dad who really was, he's going to pee. I know. Um, a, a, you know, my dad was so hard on me and the way he spoke to me, it takes a lot to get under my skin. You know what I mean? And so. Well, this is such a personal thing. I think that like people cry. People, for a lot of reasons. Tendency to cry is, is how much they cry and when they cry and why they cry. I think it's so like individual. It is. You know what I mean? It absolutely um, is. We're all different and we all have different things that move us and different things that hurt us. She's frozen. <laughs> You're still muted. Well, this is a uh, this is fantastic. That face, though. I'm screenshotting the hell out of that. <laughs> That's the cover photo this week. I died. <laughs> like I don't even know what happened. Or my I back. don't know. It just was sitting here and. Goodness this, gracious. This one will have to be edited. Anyway. Where where was it even? Where were we? Oh my. You, <laughs> I think Mitch's peeing is probably where we just pick back up. Well, we were talking about t talking about how like really like how much someone cries and what makes them cry and how they deal with crying. Like it's just such an individual thing. And I think Certainly, we don't want people to be a jerk and use it as a tool. Um, I don't think, but we also don't want to. I think take it easy on judging other people for that. I would say, mind, I right. think we mind our own business probably a little bit about what people's emotions. I mean, like, unless we can support them, I just yeah. I think I think that's the thing is, and I, I guess what I wanted to get out of this is is. What, what, how are we supposed to react? Like, what is the best way to address that? Because you don't want to get all up in somebody's face. They're dealing with something, obviously. There's probably not much you can do at the moment to help. So is going, hey, it's cool. You do you. My, my reaction you usually is, if there's something I can do, and if you need to talk, you know where I'm at. I'm available and I walk away. I just don't like if I, if I come across it, I don't, you know what I mean? It also but probably it's once again, it's about like what's who's doing it and what are they crying about? So like when that, uh, when I was crying in front of, you know, my entire workplace, um, one of the professors who was sitting next to me reached over and put her arm around me. And just the whole time that I was crying, just kind of held me. Was there. Yeah. Yeah. And that was like a really beautiful, comforting thing. You know what I mean? It just like, I can't even, I don't know, I don't even know if I can put into words like how that felt. Um, Cause I just needed something right then, you know? Yeah. You, yeah. You had that comfort. You had that somebody standing with you in solidarity, basically, even if it wasn't, you know, 
But if I was booking it to the bathroom because I needed a minute and I'm about to burst, like that's not when I wanted someone to like stop me and hug me. Like, you know what I mean? Right, right, I think right. It's about kind of meeting people where they are in the moment. Oh, like not making something that's not about you about you? Yeah, no, I fully agree with that. I think it is, people need to be able to do it, but you, you aren't the only person that can help. So right. don't assume that you're going to be able to. Um, you know, when my grandfather's passed, um, the first one I was pretty young for, but I still remember it was like, and me dealing with the reaction of other people, if that makes sense. So yes, when I became older and my, my second grandfather passed away, I, it hurt. Like that was one of the last times that I think I've, I've had a really, really good cry. Uh, I'm not a big crier. I don't cry a lot. Um, and I'm not, I'm not saying bragging or, or saying it's like, Oh, cry cause I'm a man. I just, I, I don't. Um, you're just devoid of human emotion. It's okay. Well, I also in, in situations like that, you know, if I was around my family and I didn't cry around my family because I knew that my mom and my sisters and my grandmothers were probably feeling the worst about it. So well, I wanted to be, I wanted to be strong for them so that they had somebody close by that was going through the same thing, but was. Well, that's a whole nother thing too. Also to be able to crack a couple jokes and, and kind of take the pressure off of it. But then yeah. I would get home and just lose my shit. Um, but the reaction of other people when you're experiencing loss, and maybe this is an entirely different episode, but it's, when people see you grieving or sad, their first reaction is, oh, I'm so sorry. What can I do to help? How can I help? What do you need? And then they just start bringing you food. Like, what? What? So I can still make a sandwich. Like, well, I, just so you no. don't have to think about it. That's not the point. I get it. It's an act of care. It's, it's an act of care. Sometimes... And I think this has developed my typical response for when a, a friend or somebody is going through something is, hey, I don't really know what you're dealing with right now because that's you. However, if you want to go get a beer and either tell me stories about this person or you want to talk about whatever's going on or we can just get drunk enough to not think about it. I got you. Like, just let me know which way you want to go. You want to talk about it? You want to forget about it? I'm, I'm here either way. That's about all I can offer. I, I, I'm not going to bring you a casserole because, you know, then you're going to be sad when you walk out of there in a couple of weeks and you're fat. Katrina told me that after my dad died, you told her, well, she's pregnant. I can't do my normal thing. <laughs> true yeah. I, don't, I don't know what to do normally I take people out to get drunk <laughs> well, that's not gonna but, work but i think maybe that's the response when you see somebody crying is hey i can help you talk about it or i can help you forget or i can just leave you the hell alone mm -hmm. like but to 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 assume that you are the good samaritan savior that's going to help them not cry anymore yeah i think the thing is is you know the, the reaction is often, oh, don't cry, don't cry. Let's stay, try to fix stay, it. Stop, let's yeah. take a deep breath, don't cry. And it's like, yeah. no, Why they're not? crying because they need to cry. Correct, and you can't let's, fix it. Let's talk about that real quick, because that's a hang up with me, especially with kids. Because I've got a, a friend who had a family member uh, come over and they were leaving, and their kids started crying when the family member was leaving. The family member was like, no, 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 don't cry, don't cry. Well, they're Fine. sad you're going. Like <laughs> they need to learn how to express these emotions appropriately. Or right. Well, and yeah, Shane already tells the heavenly dragon not to cry, and the kid's six months old. They become they become emotionally stunted. Well, what'd you say? They, they, I said annoyed. that's because he's annoyed. 
<laughs> no, it's because it's men don't cry. Don't cry. I can't deal with it anymore. <laughs> no, it's because boys don't, men don't cry. Yeah, it makes, it makes It makes for emotionally stunted grown-ups that don't know how to emote properly when you do that. Well, and this is the, so this is the part of feminism that's good for men, right? Like if, if we just accept that people have emotions and people have different emotions and it's okay to express those emotions in a healthy way and let's learn how to do that. That's a whole lot better than no, you're a dude, dudes don't cry and you should be embarrassed that you're crying right now. Right. Uh, that's not going to get drilled into my kid's head. I'll play. No. That. And like what, you know, what Mitch said, and that's, that is very, you know, you got to be the strong one. Well, who says, right. There's no reason, you know, even Donnie, when his dad died, you know, and it, it was right after your dad died. Um, he was like upset and then didn't, I no, I, I can't be upset. I shouldn't be upset. I'm like, why? First oh, no. of all, I, you don't need to be strong for me. I'm the only person who's sitting here crying. I don't think less of you. And you're not, you don't have to hold it together for me. I don't, you know, I don't have the same emotions about it as you do. Cause not my dad do it. This is when you need to like, let this stuff out, cry it out. You can cry for no damn reason too, by the way, that well, you can't, I'll, I'll tell you, you know, when I, you know, after my dad passed. So when he actually passed, it was me, uh, my god sister, Hannah, my mom, my grandmother, and my step grandfather in the room. Um, and after, thank God Shane was there. Uh, did I say Shane was in there? <laughs> Shane was in there. No. Um, and he actually went over and was like supporting my mom because Hannah and I had each other. Uh, like I sent him over to be with my mom basically. And so after everything happened and we left the room, uh, we were outside and different people were talking to me and I looked over and Shane was sitting on the windowsill in the hospital um, with tears in his eyes, which he'll deny, uh, but <laughs> he was, wasn't, there was no tears coming down, but he was sitting there with tears in his sure. eyes. And it was for a lot of different reasons. I'm sure, sure. Part of, uh, I think a large part of that was because of thinking about his own father's mortality, who sure. you know, a lot to both of us, but like looking over and seeing him emotional also did my heart good. You know what I mean? Sure. Now sure. he'd been weeping and making it about himself, which is the least Shane thing that would ever happen. That would be different, but like you can yeah, be strong that, in different ways and crying doesn't make you not strong. Right. And that doesn't mean that you can't support someone else in crying. Right. You know, I've made it clear you and I, I've cried. I'm like, sorry, it's not my dad. and sorry. I'm not supposed to be, but I'm sad for you. Yeah. Or, yeah. I'm crying. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to not cry. I'm not going to be like, oh yeah, who cares? Like, this isn't a big deal to me. That's well, it doesn't, you crying didn't make me feel like I suddenly needed to manage your emotions. It just, it's right. like, it's here's someone who's here in this with me. Right. Well, the other aspect of, of this, just in my defense, since you guys just basically told me I'm a Shit jerk on you. for not crying. Yeah, you're a jerk. How dare I? Uh, I have a, I've always been an entertainer sure. in my heart. You know what I mean? And I, I mean, like, that's, that's what I want. Like, my job in life, I genuinely feel this way. It's not, it doesn't have anything to do with being a guy or, or anything like that. Like, I'm here to entertain people. I'm here to make people laugh. I want people to be happy. And I want yeah. to, to bring that joy to other people. So I've never felt like, it's my job to put my emotional burden on other people. But I do think that's a man thing. It is. And it also, it's not, I don't, just because you cry doesn't make me feel like I have to manage your emotions. No, no, no. And that's no, another but, thing we all need to work through, I guess. But, but right. what I'm saying is, not just like, anybody. I'm not ashamed to admit I cry. Every yes. time, every single time I've watched Mr. Holland's Opus, okay. like a baby, I'm weeping. I can't even watch where the red fern grow. Don't even get me started on that tear fest. Jesus Christ. Whoever wrote that was a monster. Queer eye, you crying queer eye, right? Every single episode of Queer Eye I've cried. So but it's, so it's yeah. more of, but I'm doing that alone in my house where I can manage my own. I'm very 
I'm very controlling of my own emotions and my own, like I have control issues. Why? Does it make but you vulnerable? That's my love. Yeah, That's it's because, because you're a I'm man. But I don't think it's, I don't think it has anything to do with being a man. I just think it has to do with me. Maybe it does. Yeah. Shit, I don't know, but like, I, I just don't Thanks want, for coming around. I don't <laughs> It's to me. I don't think of of my hesitation as being like men don't cry. I think of it as I don't want this person to have to deal with my emotional baggage right now. Okay, but but, but wait wait wait. This is a personal mentality thing where it's like <laughs> like I'm not saying that's the way that it should be. I'm not saying that it's right. But to me, like it's. I'm there to, if, if somebody's going through this, I'm going to show up, I'm going to give you what you need, and then I'm going to get out of there and let you do your thing. Because that's how I want people to treat me is, I'm grieving, let me grieve alone, because that's how I do it. I, have, I need to process this myself. You know what I mean? But well, I also don't want, I want you to go on about your life and enjoy it while I'm dealing with this. I don't want you, I don't want the world to stop because of me. Not that it would, but you get what I'm saying. Like, I'm aware that the world doesn't stop and doesn't revolve around me. But going going back to that and what you said and why you probably don't do it is because you you don't want people to try to manage your emotions. Okay, so that goes back to what Ren and I are saying and people trying to manage other people's emotions. Right. One, don't do that. Um, because maybe if people hadn't done that to you so much, you would not feel that way. Um, right. and it's I, not up to me to manage your emotions. It's my, it's up to me to support or help you with whatever you need with regard to your emotions. It's not up to me to manage your emotions. Right. Um, and then like, okay. So like, for instance, if the three of us were watching Queer Eye, would you not, would you not tear up if it was us three knowing I, that we I would probably, would be, yeah, but, but it's a different scenario. Right, because we would be crying for the same reason, and we wouldn't go, oh, Mitch, why are you crying? We know why you're crying. We're crying also. It's like, a happy cry, too. So would it, right, would it be, would you be more inclined if it were, like, say, the three of us watching Queer Eye to cry because it was us, because we would also, you know what I mean? We wouldn't try to manage your emotions. Okay, so let me, let me back up. It, it's like a happy Queer Eye cry or watching a movie cry is not what I'm referring to when I discuss this. I, I'm speaking specifically of, of grief, very sad moments, job loss, like things like that where it's personal. Sure. You know what I mean? Like. Well, and I, but I do think like, even if you are a more progressive, enlightened, male and think that like it's okay for men to cry there is like this i'm saying you widely not you mitch wheeler um right but i think there is this undercurrent in society even among progressive enlightened people that men are not supposed to cry it's true like that's just and that's stupid why it's an emotion that possess why would you not have it I don't, you know, I'm not emotionally dead because of choice, okay? But if I, because if I have it, I, I do it. I feel it. I live it. You know what I mean? It's not tamped down. It just sometimes they don't exist. I, I do have a hard time emoting sometimes because it just, I don't have it. But when I feel it, I have no desire to stifle it. And right. so like, why do men, why, you know, why did Donnie not want to be emotional? Like, it's because he's supposed to be a macho and yeah. like, that's ridiculous. That's an emotion you possess. It's like saying you shouldn't love. Right. I mean, what? There's no difference. Well, you can do anything too much and obnoxiously. We're of not course. saying like, and, let's, let's let every day be a sob fest. Like even written at my most emotional is not like that, but if you like, feel it, do it. More comfortable with expressing emotion and taking the shame out of being vulnerable. Yes. Agreed. A hundred percent. It's ridiculous. If you have it, feel it, live it, love it, do it, whatever. Feel it, live it, love it. And also, but also like, it's not wrong. Like you get to define who you are at work, right? Like if you want to yeah. go cry in the bathroom, instead of crying at your desk, go cry. At the, like, it's fine. It's all fine. Manage your own shit. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Yeah, but don't Agreed. make other people feel uncomfortable. <laughs> just and once again, everything's not always about you. Kidding. This is the whole so, point. Is like it, it, it's okay. Like if other people feel uncomfortable because you're dealing with something, then that's on them. That's their problem. Walk away. Yeah. Walk away. Okay. Cry. Work. Everybody go cry. There are some, by the way, I cry every single time I watch Rent. <clears throat> I cry every single time I watch West Side Story. I do not watch most Disney movies because I cry. Oh, God. Um, and so, and Disney World is not going, Disney will not be satisfied till everybody's parents are dead. <laughs> <laughs> I cry oh. when I watch Shakespeare in Love and every time that Jim and Pam have any emotional moment on The Office and every time <laughs> Leslie and Ben get married on Parks and Rec or Leslie wins her seat on City Council. I did, I did cry when Michael Scott showed up at Dwight's wedding. Oh, yeah. I did. It's a like, moment. It was. I was like. Don't start listing all of them now, Mitchell, okay? We're done. No, okay. I, I, that mean, I'm just, I'm saying. I'm just kidding. Maybe go back <laughs> to being ashamed of yourself, you know what I mean? Yeah, just, just be ashamed <laughs> of crying. Just go, just go cry on the inside like a winner. <laughs> That's what we always say. Podcast over. Cry on the inside like a winner. Well, are we are we complete, friends? I am, I am complete after issuing that mandate. All right. Um, so I think we do our little spiel, and then Mitch has to say feminism isn't a bad word through tears. Yes. I say cry. <laughs> I'm not even good at real crying, let alone crying. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on Instagram at that other F word pod. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us at that other F word.com. And please remember. Mitchell. Isn't a bad word. That was it. I didn't hear any emotion behind that. This <laughs> <laughs> isn't a bad word. See, you're so good at it. So good.